Hello and welcome to How to Be Happy with Dr. Wendy. Inside of you is an infinitely compassionate and wise being you never knew existed. I'm Dr. Wendy Hill, talking to you from Encinitas, California, where I help people with their personal and spiritual growth through workshops and one-on-one meetings. Let's explore together how to find your true self and to live the life you were meant to live. We will talk about everything from how to heal your inner child and transform your current life, to how to connect with your highest self, and to connect with others in ways that bring joy. Hello, this is Dr. Wendy again with Rose Tedding. And Rose, this is our third podcast together. The first one was, What is the Core Belief?, where you explored a core belief about abandonment and not feeling safe. The second one is what is the inner child, where we talked about the importance of going back and talking to that child and finding that high-impact moment. This being our third talk about and you doing actually this process, how do you feel? Well, I actually feel, I feel lighter. I feel like I let some things go. I think crying and just, you know, going back to those moments really helped me realize that, you know, I could go back to the inner child and let her know it was all okay. And, you know, I I tend to forget that. So I actually feel, I feel relaxed, actually. I feel good. Yes, I do. (laughs) I feel relaxed. And I feel great. I feel great. Thank you. So the question of why, when we're doing this, is crying so important? Uh, That's a good question. Um, I think that I I used to to cry a lot, but crying in front of people was, was very uncomfortable. But for some reason, I've learned that crying just releases everything and just makes me feel better you know, than to hold things in. So let's talk for a minute about the importance of having an emotional release. Yes. And before we we get into that more in depth, it's important to understand that a core belief, such as I'm going to be abandoned, or I'm not worthy, or I'm not loved, is held by the unexpressed emotion. So in the earlier podcast, in the first one, What is a Core Belief?, you talked about remembering being sitting in a car and watching your father leave you alone in a car and you're two, three years old. And not only did you feel afraid, but you felt angry. Mm -hmm. So during high-impact moments, we're going to feel all kinds of emotions, sometimes at once. Anger, fear, shame, hurt, grief. All of those can assail us, and we don't, won't even as children have names for them. It's just that we will be overwhelmed with those emotions. And while we're feeling those emotions is when we make the decision about ourselves as maybe not being worthy or lovable or good or whatever, or even existing. So it's so important to realize that core beliefs are held prisoner by the unexpressed emotion. I'll say that again. A core belief like I'm not worthy is held stuck 
in your psyche and in your body by the unexpressed emotion that you felt and probably forgot you felt as an infant, fetus, or child. And by going back and expressing, first of all, remembering and acknowledging those emotions and then expressing them, you then release the core belief to begin to mature. For example, from I'm not worthy to I am worthy. From I don't have a voice to I do have a voice. What I have to say, what I want, feel, experience is important and I can vocalize it, I can express it. But before we get there, there is that part of emotional release. And sometimes there's a lot of emotion that's been built up over the years, for example, of just anger. Well, in our culture, we can see how repressed anger is being expressed through violence. Unconscious repressed anger, shame, can build in the psyche like it's in a tight little box to be forgotten and denied. And then that begins to expand over time to a point where it cannot be contained. And that's when anger becomes dangerous. And we see that in violence in our culture. Because in our culture, there hasn't been an acceptable way or place to be angry. We can talk about the other emotions, too. We're talking about anger for the moment. Well, I think when you're a child, how we react to things is so innate to us. And, you know, when we become angry, we question, is it, do we have a right to feel this way? And it then it brings on other feelings like shame and embarrassment. And when it happens when you're a child, it, it's it's not about we're not thinking about that when we're a kid, if it's a right thing to feel. It just happens. And then we don't realize we're building all these um, these memories that you know affect us as adults. And then all <coughs> of a sudden, you know, like me, for example, because I've been trying to learn about this and figure out my own life, I'll look back to my past and I'll say to myself, oh, this is happening. Oh, this happened because when I was a kid, this happened to me. That's why I'm feeling this way without going back to the where I actually should go to the my inner child and play a visit to my inner child and coach my inner child and love her. So um, emotional release, you know, as an adult, um, to me is so important. But sometimes you have to be in the right place with people who understand what you're doing because, you know, like me, I have siblings who grew up the way I did. And so expressing ourselves and going to the inner child is not something common, you know, for my family. For most families. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I, I think that's the thing about emotional release um, is that 
it's a personal thing and it's something that you need to do a person needs to do like me who needs to take care of the the you know the past so that I can have a better um, you know more fulfilling life like right now yes so on the subject for example of anger mm-hmm. um, one of my clients emailed me and said that they had learned that in China there are places that one can go to throw things at inanimate objects like discarded computers and TV sets where they can scream and yell so that they're in China are emotional <laughs> release That's places for idea. anger. <laughs> so because where is it safe in our culture to get angry without being embarrassed or get uh, arrested or to get uh, reprimanded or told that we're not supposed to. And unfortunately, that anger leaks out in the form of sarcasm yes. or in the form of criticism. Or yes. It turns back on the self mm-hmm. in, in the form of depression. Mm-hmm. And depression, by the way, is nothing more than repressed emotion. So when I have someone come in that's depressed, mm-hmm. I know that they have probably years of emotion they haven't acknowledged or felt safe to express. So in my workshops, for example, when I'm working with someone who remembers having anger, I will have them remember the experience and address it directly while they're sitting on the floor with a very sturdy naga hide pillow that they're grabbing and swatting it on the floor, Mm -hmm. screaming no, Mm -hmm. so that it is safe to express that emotion of anger. Not only will that person not get reprimanded or shamed, they will be applauded for their courage in expressing. So there are ways even at home that you can express anger. You can kneel by your bed and pound your fists into the mattress. And if you're in a neighborhood where you think it's safe that you can yell, then -hmm. you can yell. Or you can go into a closet and yell. Now, what do you think, you're making me think of this, um, you know how people say, oh, you're taking it out on me, or you're taking it out on the dog, and someone said that to me, you know, you're, you're using me as your kicking dog, and I thought about it, and I thought, am I, am I redirecting all my anger to this person, and I think, and I was, and I didn't know I was, and so it's funny that this is a conversation about how you express your anger how should I do that well the first thing is that you're aware of and you're very mm-hmm. humble which I love and the listeners mm-hmm. need to appreciate what courage you have and the humility you have to admit this that most of us um, who don't know how to work with our own anger mm-hmm. or even recognize it mm-hmm. um, will blame others or find us most mm-hmm. common is blaming other drivers mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of anger that comes yeah, out right. driving mm-hmm. but even those people that we care uh, a great deal about we can be angry at and it is displaced mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. Um, or at least expanded anger mm-hmm. um, more than what was called for okay so the way to deal with it in everyday life first of all is to become aware that you are angry and then to ask yourself for a moment to go back to what you're really, really angry about. Could it be that, that in your case, that person walked out and I'm really angry that they 
they're le- they left, mm-hmm. even though it feels irrational. Mm-hmm. And then to go back to where that began, as you did, mm-hmm. realizing that your father left you in a car going grocery shopping all by yourself when mm-hmm. you're two or three years old in a mm-hmm. car, which, by the way, is against the law. <laughs> so, it's against the law. Yes. Yes. Um, and acknowledging the anger and the source, then you can express the anger out yeah. loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... There is a process that I do, for example, let's say in this case, you imagined that your father was right there in front of you, and you told him out loud, you tell him out loud how angry you are that he left you in the car. Mm -hmm. Even though whatever he, in this case, it was not a good thing for him to do, but even in a case where the parent didn't realize the child was being hurt, or the parent was doing the best, best they could, the anger is still valid and still needs to be expressed. So to say, well, I already forgave my parents or they did the best they could so I I can't be angry Mm -hmm. doesn't really do you justice. That anger is still inside your body and your psyche and still needs to be vocalized. So it may come out with, I am so angry with you and I'm not going to yell into this, into the the ears of my listeners here, Mm -hmm. but I think you get the message. Yes, I do. Um, is this something you think you could apply in your life and yes. maybe go into a closet? Absolutely. Do you, you live in an apartment or a close neighborhood? Yes, in my I can do it in my room. Um, it, it's funny because I, I don't think about handling it at that moment. And so I think what I do is I'll be angry and then I'll coach myself out of it and say, you know what, that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And so rather than dealing with it, I'll just change my perspective or change the way I'm thinking immediately and then just, okay, I'm happy now and I'll does do that this. Hel- does that help sometimes? It does help, but the that anger issue never goes away. Okay. So what I need to do is go in, like you said, and when, I, when, I, when I'm angry about something, I need to deal with it and say, why am I angry? And then just let it out. And then let and, it go. And, and realize that the anger that you're having about the current situation has some validity to it, but it is expanded mm-hmm. by the unresolved anger that mm-hmm. happened as an infant, fetus, or child. Yes. So it's very important to get become aware of what your original anger is. Mm-hmm. So just to be say, well, I'm angry about something that happened when I was uh, 18 or 20 or 25 or 40 is not going to be getting to the real cause of it. So the same is true for acknowledging shame because shame is the hidden emotion. We feel shame as children at anything that goes wrong. We somehow blame ourselves. Mm -hmm. To acknowledge and to say to ourselves, that is the feeling I've been feeling through Mm -hmm. my life, is Mm -hmm. that shame, and I don't need to feel that anymore. Mm -hmm. And to feel that shame and to find a way to verbalize and express it, as well as grief and fear. These are all emotions that are normal and natural that come up inside of us as we're ch- when we're children. And it's so important to acknowledge them and express them. And I thank you once again, Rose, for your courage, for being here. And we'll go on to our next conversation. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Wendy. Thank you for listening. Remember that you're worthy and loved beyond your own understanding. This is a universal truth. 
It is meant for you to know and experience this truth in your whole being. If you want to learn more about this experience and how to be truly happy, please go to my website, wendyhill.com. Meanwhile, practice warrior spirit and talk with love to that little child within you.